Today's read is from the Broader File, Volume 2, Survival Strategies for Africans in America, 13 Steps to Freedom, written by Anthony T. Browder. Step 9, Familiarize Yourself with the Mysteries of Melanin. Imagine yourself among a group of enslaved Africans living on a plantation in Galveston, Texas on Monday, June 19, 1865. You are standing with your family under the shade of a large tree when you are told by General Granger of the Union Army that the Civil War is over and all the slaves are now free. Try to visualize the feeling of joy and relief which sweeps over the crowd as they realize that their prayers have been answered. But your excitement begins to diminish when you discover that the war had actually ended on April 9th of that year and that your master withheld this news because he wanted to get his crops harvested before you left his plantation. As you struggle to begin life as a free human being, you slowly begin to realize that you have been technically freed by the Emancipation Proclamation two years, six months, and 18 days earlier. Words cannot describe your feelings of anger, frustration, and betrayal. The memories of slavery haunt you day and night as you begin to realize that the promise of freedom, 40 acres and a mule, will never be realized. You understand, for the first time in your life, that you are truly on your own. Fast forward into the future, exactly two months from today. You are watching CNN and the announcer tells you scientists have confirmed that melanin is the key to health, longevity, and the optimal performance of human beings. As an African American, the news makes you ecstatic and it also confirms long-held beliefs which you have suppressed. Over the following weeks, as more news becomes available, you discover that knowledge of melanin was known years earlier and withheld by Europeans in order to give them an opportunity to manufacture artificial melanin for themselves. Well, the future is now. Melanin has been proven to enhance human performance and Europeans are marketing artificial melanin for their special benefit. Do you now jump on the melanin madness bandwagon? Or will you take the time to familiarize yourself with the mysteries of melanin? Be mindful of the fact that a mystery is only a mystery as long as you're left in the dark. With a little light, knowledge, and information, mysteries disappear and are replaced with clarity and understanding. European scientists 
have been researching melanin for over four decades and have had annual meetings behind closed doors to discuss and share their findings with their colleagues. There has been very little public discussion of their research because melanin is something Europeans possess in limited amounts and, therefore, its significance was continually downplayed. African and African-American scholars and researchers have studied melanin for over two decades. In the 1970s, renowned scientist Dr. Sheikh Anta Diop designed a melanin dosage test that allowed him to illuminate and count the melanated cells in the skin tissue of royal Egyptian mummies and thus proved that they were phenotypically black people. In 1970, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing introduced the Cress theory of color confrontation, which linked racist, white supremacist behavior with an absence of melanin. Since 1987, a collaboration of melanin scholars and researchers have held conferences to disseminate their findings to the African American community. As can be expected, Much of this research has been ignored by academia and the mainstream media. African-American scholars have been labeled racist and their work pseudoscientific, but grassroots interest in the subject has steadily grown. Admittedly, there have been some unsubstantiated claims concerning melanin and its ability to enhance the performance of quote-unquote, people of color. This is always the case with any new discovery, but there is also a wealth of valuable information that must not be dismissed. For most Americans, interest in melanin grew tremendously in 1995 with the publication of a spate of books touting the benefits of a naturally produced hormone called melatonin. Some of the titles are The Melatonin Miracle and Melatonin, Your Body's Natural Wonder Drug, Melatonin, The Anti-Aging Hormone, and Melatonin, Nature's Sleeping Pill. Newsweek devoted considerable space to the subject of melatonin in the August 7th and November 6th issues during 1995 as did a number of other publications and news sources throughout the same year. African Americans were advised not to follow the crowd in an article entitled Melanin Mania, written by T. Owens Moore, Ph.D. This article appeared in the February 1996 issue of Psyche Discourse, the newsletter of the National Association of Black Psychologists. Dr. Moore is a psychologist who specializes in the relationship of the brain and behavior. He advised against the consumption of hormones developed in the laboratory that are unregulated by the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and sold over the counter. He stated that there is no guarantee of melatonin purity and that the doses in many bottles are inaccurate. Dr. Moore concludes his article with the following words of caution. All of the evidence suggests 
that ethnic groups vary in their pineal melatonin physiology. In other words, melatonin has a normal influence on circadian rhythms or the biological clock of African slash black people. And it is not necessary to wind up the clock with more melatonin. What may be good for one ethnic group may not be good for another. Through my organization, the Institute of Karmic Guidance, I have had the pleasure of hosting melanin conferences in Washington, D.C. in 1989 and 1994. My interaction with a host of African-American melanin scholars has certainly increased my understanding of melanin, melatonin, and pineal gland research. I would recommend three publications for those interested in advancing their knowledge of melanin. Melanin, The Chemical Key to Black Greatness by Carol Barnes, a polymer chemist. The African Origin of Biological Psychiatry by psychiatrist Richard King, MD. And The Science of Melanin, Dispelling the Myths by T. Owens Moore, Ph.D., psychology professor at Morehouse College. Information gleaned from the pages of these works explains how melanin in the skin reduces the incidence of skin cancer and the role it also plays in eliminating free radicals which damage DNA and brain tissues and promotes cellular degradation, aging. Of particular interest are explanations as to why Africans walk, talk, sing, dance, and worship the way we do. It's wonderful to gain insight and develop a deeper appreciation for being the unique creations of God that we are. With this newfound knowledge, I have been able to reevaluate particular experiences in my life with a greater sense of understanding. Both Mr. Barnes and Dr. Moore explain how melanin in the inner ear may enhance nerve impulses and amplify the subsequent neurons in the auditory relay to the brain. This process synchronizes the movement of the body with the rhythm of the beat and helps Africans sing, snap their fingers, shake their heads, wiggle their hips, and move their feet at the same time without missing a beat. This natural motion is sometimes called soul, and it is common among Africans, but a rare talent among non-melanated people. This relationship between melanin and musicians recalled to mind an experience I had at Howard University 25 years ago. In the summer of 1971, I enrolled in a class entitled The History of Jazz, which was taught by Donald Byrd, the jazz trumpeter. Occasionally, Mr. Byrd would invite other musicians to give the lecture. One evening, jazz guitarist George Benson met with our group and discussed his experiences in the music industry. 
He shared a story with the class which explained the concept of the blue note. Most jazz aficionados are familiar with Blue Note Records, one of the most popular recording labels. R&B fans associate the word with the Philadelphia-based singing group Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Blue Note was a term popularized by African-American musicians, but most people outside their circle were unfamiliar with its meaning. Benson told the story of a discussion which took place between several African-American jazz musicians musicians, during a gig in France. One of the musicians, I can't get that word out, one of the musicians said he was approached by an aspiring French musician after the completion of a set. The Frenchman confided to the brother that he had listened to his performance over several evenings and took copious notes of the music that he heard. The Frenchman stated that when he returned home to play the music he had jotted down on pieces of paper, the music sounded strangely different. The jazz musician let out a hearty laugh and told the Frenchman, The problem, my brother, is that you can't hear the blue note. Benson went on to explain that during the 1930s and 1940s, African-American jazz musicians referred to the blue note as a range of musical notes that only African people were capable of hearing and feeling. The various forms of musical expressions created by Africans in America, spirituals, blues, jazz, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, rap, and hip-hop, have sustained the recording industry. The music of African Americans has given America a sense of soul music and dance that has influenced musical traditions throughout the world. This represents just one aspect of how melanin systems function in the bodies of African people. Similar achievements have been made by African-American football, baseball, and basketball players. The very nature of professional sports was transformed when teams became integrated in the 1940s, 1950s, and 1960s. Historically, African-Americans were excluded from sports because of the racist, white supremacist feelings exhibited by team owners, players, and fans alike. Jackie Robinson transformed the soul of baseball and opened the door for the Giants who followed. Muhammad Ali brought a flair to boxing which had not existed since the days of Jack Johnson. His talent and outspokenness made him the most recognized human being on earth. Throughout the entire history of the game of basketball, there has never been a player like Michael Jordan. The historical record will show that African-American athletes have added an element of excitement to their games, which has revolutionized professional athletics throughout the world. However, one should not think that exceptional performances by Africans is limited to the stage and the sports arena. When given an opportunity to compete on a level playing field, Africans generally excel. In light of this fact, one has to be truthful and admit that there is something unique about African people. Melanin 
can help explain that uniqueness. Traditionally, Africans have been regarded by Europeans as very emotional and sentimental people. This truth was borne out in the response to the verdict of the 1995 murder trial of O.J. Simpson. Attorneys, politicians, and journalists nationwide lambasted attorney Johnny Cochran for playing the race card and preying on the emotions of the blacks in the jury. The African-American community was told that emotions are a poor substitute for intelligence and that feelings have no place in a cold and rational world, but feelings and emotions have helped Africans survive the hardships of enslavement, segregation, racism, and white supremacy that were created and sustained by people who perpetuated feelings and emotions of hatred, rage, and anger throughout the ages. African Americans feel deeply because it is in our nature to feel. Our highly developed pineal glands secrete the hormone melatonin, secrete the hormones melatonin and serotonin that allow us to tap into a deep reservoir of ancestral memories. These memories hold the key to African consciousness. Dr. Richard King's work explores the depths of African biological psychiatry. He asserts that the chemical key to life and the brain itself was centered around black neuromelon. King refers to the locus coeruleus, C-O-E-R-U-L-E-U-S, Coroleus, Coroleus, Locus Coroleus. It's Latin. I hope I'm saying it right, but get the book and you'll be able to read it and have the information for yourself. I continue. A concentration of heavily melanated nerve cells within the brain as the black dot, a doorway to the collective unconsciousness of humanity. It is the doorway, it is this doorway that the spirit or Holy Ghost uses to enter the bodies of African people. Mm. It is this doorway that the spirit or known in America as the quote-unquote Holy Ghost enters the bodies of African people. You can see this spirit manifest itself in many African-American churches during the call and response ritual. A special bond is established between the minister and the congregation when the worshipers are exalted by the words, rhythm, and movement of the preacher. The church resounds with amens and shouts of hallelujah, and the preacher is further invigorated by the exchange of energy. The temple builds and builds until the entire church is filled with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. In some churches, people will get happy and begin speaking in tongues before passing out into the arms of a waiting attendant. This is a common occurrence in many black churches and is consistent with the spiritual traditions of Africans throughout the world. This 
special relationship that African people have with the spirit world, God, the ancestors, etc., exists because of the presence of numerous melanated centers in the body. It is thought that melanin acts as a conduit between the physical and metaphysical worlds. Activating the black dot consciousness is an activity that many African Americans are already familiar with. They just never knew to refer to it as such. Do you recall hearing your elders discuss some of their unique methods for solving problems? When confronted with a decision of critical importance, they would sometimes say, let me sleep on it for a while. After saying a few prayers and getting a good night's sleep, they would arise in the morning and declare that Aunt Mary or Cousin James or some other ancestor came to them in a dream and helped them decide what they should do. This tradition of ancestral communication has existed in African societies for hundreds of years. It is the result of the secretion of the hormone melatonin into the brain during sleep. This chemical produces an altered state of consciousness that allows the dreamer to communicate with ancestral spirits long gone. They ask questions and receive guidance. The secretion of the hormone serotonin during daylight hours allows the dreamer to recall the dream and interpret its meaning. Melatonin and serotonin serve as a natural call and response mechanism within the body. If they are understood as such and used properly, they can be of tremendous benefit, but if they are misunderstood or misused, one can easily be regarded as crazy. Be mindful of the fact that emotion without historical memory is one of the clinical definitions of insanity. Africans are in possession of a wonderful physiological means to empower themselves by accessing their collective ancestral memory banks, but its proper use must be placed within a cultural context. Africans must also be aware that some non-African religions consider this phenomenon to be pagan and sacrilegious. Traditional Western medicine dismisses such activities as unscientific or primitive. In both instances, it is difficult for people who lack certain abilities to condone what they do not understand and to appreciate what they fear. Africans must study melanin and all related phenomena with the same intensity that we invest in our social, religious, athletic, and leisure activities. Our children should be exposed to this exciting field of study at an early age so that their young minds will be stimulated to consider scientific and technical careers that will allow them to explore new avenues of research. Melanin research and its many applications can have the same impact on society in the future as the computer has had within the past decade. 
the possibilities are limitless. Since you have been advised to avoid artificially manufactured melatonin, it is appropriate that I provide you with ways to enhance melatonin production naturally. One, get plenty of rest and natural sunlight. It is always advisable to go to bed on the same day that you have awakened. For example, if you awake at 7 a.m., Try to expose yourself to as much morning sunlight as possible. Sunlight stimulates the production of melatonin, which is secreted at night. You should also strive to go to bed before midnight of that same day and sleep in total darkness. 2. Eat foods which produce melatonin. Ripe bananas with brown spots and no trace of green. Tomatoes dark grapes, sweet corn, greens, and rice are all melatonin-producing foods. If you have difficulty sleeping, try eating any of these foods at least one hour before retiring and you should experience a night of restful sleep. 3. Consider adopting a vegetarian lifestyle. High-carbohydrate foods such as bread, rice, and pasta cause the body to produce more tryptophan, which is a natural precursor to melatonin. High-protein foods, such as animal products, restrict the amount of tryptophan in the blood system. 4. Consider natural vitamin and mineral supplements. Vitamins B3 and B6 help convert tryptophan to serotonin, a precursor of melatonin. It is advisable to take B6 earlier in the day and to consume B3 in the evening. Foods rich in B3 enhance the the brain's output of melatonin. They include turkey, tuna, barley, whole wheat, sunflower seeds, and dried apricots. 5. Maintain a low-calorie diet. Low-fat foods help increase the body's output of melatonin and are generally healthier for you. 6. Practice daily meditation. A 1995 study published by the University of Massachusetts Medical Center indicated that the pineal glands of women who meditated produced higher levels of melatonin than women who did not meditate. 7. Limit your exposure to electromagnetic fields, EMFs. EMFs have been shown to affect the pineal gland, causing it to severely reduce the production of melatonin. EMFs are generated by computer monitors, copiers, electric blankets, dimmer switches, and poorly insulated electrical wiring. This partial listing of melatonin-inducing activities will help you increase your output of this very important hormone when used in conjunction with the publications referenced in step 9 you should develop a more thorough understanding of melanin and the role it plays in your overall development and I'll just add the references and suggested readings that he put in the book at the end of this essay Uh, title Melanin, The Chemical Key to Black Greatness, written by Carol Barnes, 
published in Houston, Texas, uh, part of the Black Greatness series in 1988, titled African Origin of Biological Psychiatry, written by Dr. Richard King, M.D., Germantown, Tennessee, published by Seymour Smith Incorporated, titled The Science of Melanin, Dispelling the Myths, author T. Owens Moore, Silver Springs, Maryland, publisher, Venture Books, Beckham House Publishers. <laughs>